Yo, what's good? How's it going? Look, I'm glad you're here. My name is Albert Williams III, and welcome to a special episode of Uncommon Legend. Uh, not often do I get to do anything like this, uh, mainly because, well, you know, it's the one with the homies. And uh, this particular homie lives, uh, what is it, 13 hours away yep. Yep. From, from Mississippi. So, uh, yeah, so today I have a guest, and this is going to... For you listening, this is going to come out not on the, the normal day. It's going to come out on the weekend. So uh, thank you for tuning in on this day. But, yeah, this is with my boy Jamal, Jamal Lisenberry. And I'm going to let him introduce himself to you guys. So what's up? What's up, man? Glad to be here. Ready to rock. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, man, you know, what's funny is that me and Jamal have been, we've been boys for literally almost 15 years now. Crazy. And I, I remember... I remember gearing up for the Uncommon Legend like podcast, you know, thinking it through and kind of just bouncing some ideas off of him. Like, dude, should I do this? And he was like, bro, what you got to lose? And I was like, well, you're exactly right. I, I have nothing to lose. And uh, he's in town right now for the holidays. So I, I appreciate that. It's, it's a vibe. Um, but today we were just sitting here chopping it up because, well, you know, we got nothing else to do. And... I was sitting here thinking like, bro, this should be a podcast episode because it's nothing but just like dimes, just like hidden dimes, just like within our conversation. Not me, but him. Uh, or maybe we're just bringing it out one another. Uh, so, yeah, uh, appreciate you today just talking with me on the mic uh, because we would have this conversation anyway. And I guess today our, our topic is adulting. And oh. just, <laughs> you know, just being an adult and what does that look like? Uh, and so for you, the all that are adults, uh, you're probably like, dude, don't tell me how to adult. And we're not going to tell you how to adult. That That's that's not why we're here. Uh, we're just talking about how we've experienced adulting. And I guess to kick the conversation off, you know, what is the one thing about adulting that you wish you would have known before you started adulting? No, man, just, I mean, we've been out of college for about, well, I've been out of college for about like three years. You no, know, we've both, we both been out of college. Yeah, we've been, yeah. <laughs> we've been out here adulting for a while. And uh, man, it's just, you learn as you go. Yeah. I feel like that's the biggest thing I've noticed because it's like we were talking about earlier, like you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And like yeah. I was talking about like, you know, uh, just about how, Wealthy wealthy families continue to stay wealthy just because that's because what their parents pass on and now yeah. same information you know recycling like we only know what our parents kind of like told us and yeah. prepared us for yeah and also just um, like we we just oh, I lost my train of thought for a yeah no there. no it, it, it like you you like you say well we were talking about earlier you don't know what you don't know what you don't know yeah. and that yeah. is basically saying if you've never been taught then you won't know how to do the very thing that people expect you to do. There's like this expectation of, you know, you come out and do this, but did you come out the womb and like tie your shoes? Like, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that's just kind of like where our brains are today. And, you know, I know we talk about it all the time, you know, the whole podcast and the, the whole brand, whatever you want to call this, uh, is to do like the little things well, do the things that people don't think of, you know, those things just get good at doing it all the time. Yeah. And like, there's no point of going out here and finding like, Oh, let me go do this new thing. No, let's focus on the stuff that like you're supposed to be doing 
Uh, however, you don't even know that you're supposed to be doing. So like, what is, uh, you know, that one thing that you have learned that you said, this definitely should have, like, someone should have taught me this. Maybe it's like balancing the checkbook, uh, you know, which... Granted, we got taught that in like sixth grade. Yeah. Fun fact, like, <laughs> I know. But they gave us like the little. Yeah. Like, they gave us little, well, they took they took us to the gym. I mean, yeah. they took us to the gym. Took us to the gym. They gave us like a profession. Told yeah. us how much we made. Yep. And told us how to allocate all this money. Yep. And it's crazy how that is supposed to apply to like today. Today, but, like how? Granted, like I blow money just. Bro, like we all blow you money. You can blink and blow money. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Like hundred dollars back in the day, I was like, whoa, man. Now it's like hundred dollars a day. It's like, oh, oh man, dang, I spent that yesterday. Like, <laughs> you're like, dang, I bought gas. I went out to eat with my girl. Uh, yep, Christmas and, shopping. Yeah, it's Christmas just, shopping. Oh. oh my gosh, we, we're not even gonna talk about Christmas shopping this That's year. <laughs> like, this is the most I've ever spent on a girlfriend ever. And, uh, you know, cat, you listen to this. I love you. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, but that's the thing though, like. You, when you learn the value of a dollar, you learn the value of a dollar, yep. you know? And like, uh, I guess, I guess for me, I never knew what my parents were really going through until I started going through it. Yep. Like when you look at your checking account statement and go, do I really want to put this money away or do I need to buy these tires this month? Like decisions, decisions. Yeah. That's literally yeah. It's just adulting. Uh, I know one guy told me he it was a pretty good. He had it work. It was just like he thinks adulting is basically maintenance. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty like I mean you gotta pay your rent or yep. your mortgage every got to. month, phone bill, got groceries. To. You gotta feed yourself. Got to. So it's literally just maintenance. And man, it's it's wild out here. We're just talking about like the whole like instant gratification, delayed gratification, and like like you're saying like especially when kids come into pictures like oh yeah. do I want to like buy this yeah you know nice little oh that's i mean xbox or ps5 yeah and like like you said earlier but now we have like if you get kids you can have kids on your tail kind of like oh yeah blah, blah, blah like can you feed me this and this and that. So yeah. you got you got priorities and duties as an adult and it, i mean i guess it's a good way to say is it. it's not gonna get worse but no, like no yeah it's gonna get like you gotta really be on it it's better to be on it than not yeah and you know it's the thing of so the, the reference Jamal talking about one thing that has like been in the back of my head uh, basically when I got my big boy job it was like okay do I go to grad school now do I go to grad school later or do I start this thing that you know can help me in my career uh, although it's going to require a lot of work a lot of faith uh, and a lot of trusting people do I start that now or do I wait till later and the statement is you know there's going to come a day where there's going to be a little little brown eyed little kid that looks up at me pulls on my pants leg and says, daddy, daddy, I'm hungry. And I, I can't look at that child, you know, and say, I don't feel like it. And like, that's the thing, like adulting, there's a lot of crap you just don't feel like doing. Yep. Like, you, you just don't feel like, do, like, name a time you felt like paying a bill. <laughs> Never. <laughs> like. I cry. <laughs> I cringe when I pay bills, oh. man. It's like, God bless America. This yeah. is coming out again. Every time I see that car note, I'm like, you know, I am thankful for this car. But my Lord. I'm throw you, he'll throw you away. <laughs> get a moped. Man, Mo and Joe, these feet, we about to get to moving, get to stepping. Like, I got a bike. I don't need this. I mean, back in the day, I yeah. mean, you know, they Look, ran miles and miles. I, I, I was say, they, they was, they was, matter of fact, they were going barefoot. Now we pay, you 
know, $90 for a decent pair of shoes, man. Really, though. Like, I'm a CrossFitter. We, we talk about that every now and again. I have to have CrossFit shoes. Why? Because running shoes don't work for CrossFit. However, when I go run, I got to have running shoes. When I go to work, I got to have, true. like... I didn't realize that either until just, like, yeah. actually working out. Really, until I started running. Because yeah. I used to wear, like, my flat, like... Like, I got these blazers on yeah. right now. They're flat... Very flat with no some, cushion. Yeah, he, he got some, <laughs> some, some dope little Nike blazers yeah, on right now. Yeah, can't see the fit. <laughs> <laughs> when you get done running, your feet be hurting like, man, why is this even happening? I remember I had like this thing with like my, I think it was a ligament in my heel. Yeah. And it was like, it was bad for like a solid like eight months man, maybe. Man, you about like, to rip your Achilles. Yeah, <laughs> and like I actually got some decent running shoes. I was like, oh, okay, this feels like I'm walking on the cloud. But now I can yeah. see why. Like it's better for your feet. It's also better for your knees because it helps with like the pressure. They, that's yeah. what they say. I don't know. but um, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It's, yeah, it's so many things out there just to get with running and oh, money and adulting. And it's just all... Yeah, it's all maintenance. So one of my buddies, uh, Stouffer, actually, if he if you listen to this, Stouffer, I appreciate you. Uh, he taught me this one quick little lesson, and I'm not even gonna sit here and lie. This is probably gonna stick in my head for the rest of my life. The gap between want and need is always and ever expanding. Hmm. Separating your needs from your wants and your wants from your needs will probably be one of the biggest battles that we'll ever have. Like, there's a lot of things that I want. But there's also a lot of things that I need. Like, I need gas in my car. Mm -hmm. I need groceries in my, you know, fridge because I got to eat, you know. But I also need to pay my bills. I also need to, you know, read. Uh, So I I need my education. And so, like, that means some of my wants are going to have to, like, be tabled. You know, a lot of times I do look at shoes because, well, shoes are nice. Uh, and I look at them a lot, but then I'm like, do I really, do I really need it? Because I just bought a pair and I'm like, man, these are really good. But then, you know, I, I need another pair because, well, you know, I don't want to wear that pair out too much. And then, you know, yeah, you just, yeah. you just start like, you just start wanting stuff that you don't really need. And like, yeah, it would be nice. And there's nothing wrong with wanting stuff. That's, that's not what I'm saying here. It's just like, do you really need it? You know? And so, yes, you do need the the running shoes to make sure your knees don't blow out and your ankles don't go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and, you know, get out of socket. Uh, But also, do you really need, like, a second pair of running shoes? Like, are you running a marathon anytime soon? You know, like, and even in a marathon, when you're training for a marathon, what do you, what do you use? Those one pair of shoes, you train with them, you, you look at them, you put them out of door. You can't just up on marathon day go, man, you know, I got these new shoes. And like, and that's the thing. Life is a marathon. Like, there are going to be stretches like, yeah, you're running faster. There are going to be stretches where you're running a little slower. Uh, But you don't just get to buy a new pair of shoes and be like, oh, man, I don't feel like wearing these anymore. Let me do that. Uh, It's like, no, you use the same pair of shoes you got because if you change something up in your training or change something up on race day, you're shot in the foot like now you gotta readjust recalibrate and like that, that's, that's not saying that you're not gonna recalibrate readjust in life mm-hmm. but there are certain things that are kind of just instrumental to life that if you just hurry up and switch up every single time you just felt like it then you would not finish the very thing that you planned on starting you know like you're gonna go do this marathon 
start the way you finish. Like, you, you finish yeah. the way you start, you know? And basically, I feel like you won't even get nowhere, too. Yeah. You'll be in the same spot mm. years down the road. Yeah. And just doing the same. I mean, it's like that saying, you do the same thing over and over. It's insane. Yeah. That's nothing with adulting. Like, yeah. you're going to spend years, and you're like, man, what did I even accomplish, like, this Ooh. past year? Ooh. What did I even do? Yeah. I didn't do nothing. I pretty much was in the same spot. Yeah. So, it's just... You have to make that change, and you have to run the marathon. Yeah. And every day is not going to be a good day. I feel like yeah. another idea is that a lot of people think when they get, you know, adults and they get their dream job, they think everything is like Dude. roses every day. Bro. But like, what, what outcast say? Roses really smell like boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like no, like I mean, of course you're gonna have some great days. Like, yeah, that's just how it is. But also you're gonna have some bad days. You can have some down days. Yeah, and like that's just part of the marathon. That's like you slowing up. Mm. And like that's just how life is. Like not yeah. every day is gonna be great. And like that's okay. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people they're feeling bad. They just want to shut down. No. I feel like that's another part of the marathon. Like you just can't stop running the marathon. Yeah. When you're having a bad day, you gotta keep going, yeah, and that's yeah. just part of life. You gotta, keep you gotta going. push, yeah. yeah. And that's why I keep saying it's maintenance, and then it also ties yeah. back to like the delayed gratification of yeah. like, what you really want, man. It's man, it's a whole yeah. So if you don't know anything about delayed gratification, guys, uh, and I'm not trying to mansplain, so don't come for me <laughs> neither. Uh, but really thinking about delayed gratification and what that means for you, like, when was the last time you worked really hard for something? Like, really hard for something, and you didn't get it instantly. Like, for me and Jamal, we're both gym, we're gym dudes. We're gym bros uh, in separate states. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gym guys. Like, one thing we know about working out is that, like, literally, it has taken me years to put on the amount of muscle that I have now. It wasn't the, oh, man, let me get up and just go out here and do this today. No, it was... All right, so I want my PR to be X, Y, and Z. Therefore, I got to do this. Like, a lot of times people come and they'll look at, like, my Instagram and, like, my personal Instagram. Basically, it's either me and my girlfriend or me lifting heavyweights. Um, there is no in-between. And, like, I remember hitting, like, a, a deadlift PR and people were like, man, I wish I was just strong like you. And I'm like, dude, it's taking me years to get here. Like, I don't... I, Jamal, like I said, we've been friends for almost 15 years now. Like, bro, do you remember back in the day when we were at Perk? Yeah. And, like, trying to do deadlift back then? Yeah. Trying to do squat back then? Yep. You were plateauing. I was plateauing at a certain weight. Like, I remember, you know, my average weight was probably, like, 225. Like, mm -hmm. that was like, okay, cool, PR, great. Yeah, this is awesome. Like, yeah. and that, that was it. You know, but then it, it took a steady grind, a steady working at it, a steady, like, climbing the ladder, you know, that allowed me to get to where I am. And then, like, same with you, you know, people can look at our lives. Like, uh, Jamal don't want to flex, but I'm a flex for him. Uh, Jamal's an engineer, and people can look at that and be like, oh, man, you're just smart. Like, <laughs> like speak to that man like what, what's it what's it like bro just know how to use my resources <laughs> no. no man you're right i mean it's just been i mean really it's just been a lot of nights being up late being up to like 3 a.m drinking 
two monsters sometimes. I remember Oof, yeah. when I was at Mississippi State, I used to be like, we. there's this uh, hall called McCool Hall, and it was yeah. pretty much open 24-7. Yeah. I literally remember like test week, I used to be in there like till like three, four. Yeah. Just studying, studying with people. Just like, grinding. Yeah. And I remember literally there was one, I literally just slept in there. Like I was in there <laughs> and I was just doing my thing and like four o'clock came in, my exam was like at eight, so I just slept on the couch for like yeah. a solid three hours. Sheesh. Yeah, it's crazy, man. And, uh, I remember I even found like a little study room. I was in there for like, you know, to like three every night. Yeah. Like with that sort of room, you had like the it had like a vending machine, microwave, yeah, yeah. sink, paper towels. Oh, yeah, I my mean, man was living up in there. No one cares. It was a teacher's lounge, and like oh. usually you kind of like uh, you shouldn't go in there. But yeah, like, yeah. No teachers really went in there. Nah. So every time I went in there, I was chilling. Yeah, and they'll come in. They'll look at me. They're and like, kind of like salute. Yeah. They leave. I'm like, hey, yeah. let's go. Real recognize real. Yeah, and like. I feel like that kind of it kind of shows we've done this before, yeah, you know. But yeah. this when you're an adult, it's more conscious in a way. Like right. you can you, it's it's up to you now. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah. So like I mean with football, you know, thinking like we lift the weights every day, we ran yep. every day, and we was in amazing shape. Yep. Think about now, like we have to like kind of like you make repeat your, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to repeat that to get back yeah. in that shape, and and that's why we like we always be say, oh man, we was so much shape then, but like yeah. that's because we literally ran. Every single day. Every day. 500 yard breakdown. Yeah. The gas. Gosh. It's just in the heat. Y'all don't know nothing about that 500 breakdown. Oh my God. So the 500 breakdown was on the track. Okay. And if you know anything about a track, it's about 400 meters around. uh, But we started at 500. So we went around and then a quarter of a way. And our coach would basically expect an all out sprint. And that was the very first one. It wasn't like the last one. Like where you're like, you give it all you got. No, it was literally. All right. If you don't make this in 88 seconds, you start again from the top. <laughs> you're like, I'm sorry. We oh do what? Gosh. And so, yeah, you know, it's so crazy. Like, back in high school, and this is kind of what we were talking about earlier, really really just go, let's, let's just dive a little bit deeper in here. Uh, it's a lot easier to be the best person you can be in your parents' house. Yeah. It is a lot easier to make good grades. It is a lot easier to stay fed. It is a lot easier to feel loved in your parents' house. Now, I'm not saying everyone has the best home life. I'm not saying that at all. But you're in an incubator. You also have high school. You got your high school friends who are always there. And then let's take it a step further. You're in college. And let's say you have done the, the you have run the good race in high school and now you got scholarships. You have an in like an incubator, once again, of friends, an incubator of people that get it, of people that are going through the same exact season as you. You get to adulting, it ain't like that at all. Yeah. You know, like as an adult, you gotta make friends. Like, make friends. There is no built-in friendship. You know, like I thankfully I you know did sports in college, so I had that as well. You know, Jamal here was in a fraternity. You know, you, you got little things like that in college that like help you. You know, segue. Um, but as an adult, there is none of that. You might have your boss if you're lucky. You know, like, thankfully, my boss is a, a really good friend, mentor of mine, uh, but not everybody's blessed with that. You know, somebody could be working at Wendy's, and they're 28 years old yep. and have no friends. Yep. What about them? Yep. You know? Yeah, I relate to that so much because, like, I, you know, I moved to West Virginia after I graduated. Yeah. And, like, my luckily. My dipped. <laughs> <laughs> straight dipped. <laughs> luckily, um, you know, all my coworkers at the time was all my age. So, like, we really got along pretty well. You know, it's fresh out of school, so we pretty much – Lived up to the best we can, but you know, that job was all about moving around the country, and like, yeah, yeah, it was fun until that happened. So, like, they sent me to Kansas City, and yeah. pretty much I was like, 
alone basically and like yeah. it wasn't good until like maybe like I had some co-workers come yeah. to the office I was in and then it got a little bit better but I was still quitting anyway because I was yeah. like screw this like, like peace up eight times now yeah. I'm out and now that I'm in Pittsburgh like it's I mean it's still kind of the same way I'm back alone at the side I got my girlfriend which is nice yeah. but like I mean I also have to have like my own like you gotta have my your own, own friends circle. yeah and like you have to like like it's up to me to like go out there, yeah. put myself out there, yeah, to make friends. And even like you know, I play soccer. Yeah, I do like this little boxing class. I try new things. Like it's nice. I actually do like meet a fair amount of people. Yeah. Right now, it's still like I still haven't reached nothing as deep as like mm. the circle I have back here in Mississippi. Yeah. So it's because it, we deep around here, bro. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's just <laughs> like it's hard out here, man. And uh, it's like you say, you have to have that. Like you're gonna have to have that. Um. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, kind of like a drive. Yeah, that grit. Drive, the grit, yeah. yeah. Just to get get what you need to done. Like, get do what you need to do. Get done. Yeah. yeah. And to get where you work, like, where you want to be. Right, right. And, like, honestly, like, I like I like playing a lot of FIFA. Like, yeah. really, I could sit in my house, play FIFA all I want to and stuff. But, like, yeah. that's not going to get me anywhere. Like, I need to go, like, get a circle. And yeah. It's just. Because you, you need skin in the game. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Like, there, there's this, you know, if you guys know about me, I'm in ministry. Uh, and there's this girl that literally, you know, there, there's this story, this girl who was scared of like the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. And they were like, why are you scared, sweetheart? You know, boogeyman's not real. Yeah, 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 I get that. It's like, there's a monster underneath my bed, though. It's like, well, let's pray about it. It's like, they prayed about it. The girl still wasn't okay. It's like, look, I understand that God is good. I understand that, you know, God is here, but I need skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, even being a believer, you're like, yeah, I, God is always with me. I feel his presence. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about my brother or my sister that's here when I need a shoulder to crown? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that that is one of the hardest things to really come to grips with is when you, I'm just going to be real vulnerable here. When you sit in your room, in your bed, and you cry yourself to sleep because you feel lonely, it hits different. Yeah. Like, until you have gone to bed and said, I feel so alone, and literally the only thing to tuck you in are your tears left on your pillow, you you don't know. You, yeah. you just you just don't know what that feels like. And that that's coming from a grown man that is, like, here for people all the time. Like, my profession allows me to be, you know, this comfort for people, but I didn't even feel comforted by people. You know, because I had nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no built-in, like, oh, man, these are my bros here from college. Or, oh, man, this, it was, no, it was me. Yeah. Like, it was me, myself, and I. And, you know, like, my girlfriend, at that time, she lived four hours away. So it wasn't, you know, let me just pick up the phone and be like, hey, you know, can you hang out real quick? Like, there was none of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have friends here in Hattiesburg, but it was recultivating those friendships, you know, it wasn't like college where you just be like, oh, man, let me just go knock on their door like it's the dorms. Yeah. And they're just going to let me in. It's like, hey, you at work? Or, hey, are you busy right now? Or, oh, you're with, you're with your significant other? Oh, my bad. Like, you know, it's it's not the same. And, like, you you learn that you you got you to gotta get out your comfort zone, too. Yeah. Like, that's a big one. Yeah. And let me, like... When even like it might feel uneasy at first, but yeah, when you get out of your comfort zone, you grow. Yeah, and yeah. literally like it gets easier for you. Right, like moving like when I moved to West Virginia for the first time, yeah. I was literally like uneasy for a while. Oh yeah, and I was like, man, I don't know none of these people. Like honestly, yeah. like something went wrong. Like it might be over with. Dude, you know, like, uh, yeah. And so like when you who, who know, I trust to take me to the hospital? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, like when you think about the things, you're just like, man, 
this things could really go wrong if they were to go wrong and right. like you know luckily nothing went wrong but like when i start meeting people you know i started doing things so, okay like it's it's it can it, it'll be okay and like yeah. When I got moved to Kansas City, when I moved yeah. to Pittsburgh, it's like, oh, okay, right. like, I've been through this now, so I know what yeah. to do. I know what I need to do. Yeah. So basically just apply that, and things be, will be all right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Man, you know, and I'm going a, I'm to a wrap us up. Well, we're going to get close to wrapping up, rather. And I guess, what is, what is your New Year's adulting goal? And like not New Year's resolutions because we we kick the can on those. We, yeah, we yeah, yeah. Screw those. We, we don't need no New Year's resolution. I'm yeah. gonna hit the gym regardless. Look, I'm exactly. I'm, I'm still fluffy, so that's always my goal. Gotta be real about 26. You yeah, know? man. Like <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not seeing abs, I have failed. Yeah. Uh, and not really, but really. But so like for me, like I've written down a few things. Which by the way, if you if you want a goal, if you want to achieve a goal, write it down. Like that is the best way to get it done. Uh, because now you've put pen to paper and you know, you've, you've dripped the dream twice. Mm -hmm. Not only did you think about it in your head, but you put it down on paper and allows you to, it, it gives you more motivation, more drive to do it. But for you, what is yours? Man, that's so many, so many. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely like being more, um, I mean, it's talk, like when we were talking about the whole wants and needs, it's definitely, uh, manage my money better. Cause yeah. as an, also as an adult, like when you start buying houses yeah. and like, Whew. They start looking at their FICO yeah, credit score. They start, you know, start looking at everything. It's yeah. like, all right, uh, you know, houses need a down payment. Yeah. And I do need to save. Yep. Even if, like, let's say, like, I know, first home, first time home buyers, like, yeah. I don't think you really need a down payment, but right. let's be honest, like, you're going to have, like, expenses for the house when uh -huh. you first move in. Like, you need furniture. Yep. You need, like, entertainment. Like, yep. you need all this stuff. So, like, you need, oh, lawnmower, Lord, or weed eater. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like, there's so many expenses. So, like, it's like, all right, I need to save up for that. And also, you know, they recommend like uh, emergency funds and yep. also like investors. So it's like a bunch of stuff, mainly like money management. Make sure like I set myself up for success yeah. when I'm older for money-wise. And then, so like basically that, I'll say that's like my big one. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's really it. And that's, um, I mean, that comes with like building the skill, like we mentioned earlier, just delayed gratification. Right, right. Taking that neural road. Yeah. Which also relates to just, it's biblical too, because yeah. with faith, you got to take that narrow road and like. Like I said earlier, like, oh, you have to apply that to a yeah. lot of things in life to get something worthwhile. So, yeah, that's definitely my my big goal for 2022. You know, for for me, like, yeah, I guess intentionality about everything. Honestly, mm -hmm. you know, if I want to be broad, uh, I guess I'm going to be super intentional about my education, man. Like mm -hmm. not only in seminary, but also like in my learning business, you know and learning how to make some moves that way like i don't feel stuck because mm -hmm. a lot of times like we can get stuck we can feel stuck and be like man if i don't do this then like oh no you know like it is all fun and games until someone goes okay what will you do if your job furloughed you right now my my answer right now would literally be i don't know <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't know how i'm gonna pay my car note you know yeah. like, <laughs> like i do but i don't you know, it, there's not the, oh, I have this other stream of income that will sustain me for this. And it's like, you know, that's why for, you know, being on the podcast, you know, and starting starting that business and, you know, just going from there. Like, those are some hard questions that I don't have concrete answers to. And, and the thing is, like, 
you're going to look for finite answers where there are none sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but for a question like that, I, I do need to know some kind of path to take. And, you know, that narrow path, you know, wide is the gate that leads to, you know, destruction, you know, and narrow is the gate that leads to the life everlasting, or, you know, righteousness and all those things, uh, you know, throwing in some little biblical truth. But, you know, you have to understand that your path will not be like your friend's path. That's true. Like, I can, you know, Kat can attest to this more than anyone else. I'm very much always looking at what everyone else is doing. And then I go, let me come back to what I'm doing. You know, like Jamal and I were talking about a month or so ago. And it was just like, you're so busy trying to see if grass is greener on the other side. uh, But you haven't even watered your own. Like, if your grass is brown not well kept you got weeds like the ants have taken over you got crawdads crawling throughout your yard and dug like five thousand trenches like if that's your yard and you over here talking about oh man let me go get this green grass you're gonna go do the same thing to that grass that you did to yours yeah you never took care of your own grass yeah so it's like what am i gonna do to make sure that my grass stays green how am i gonna stay intentional about me because, yeah, that's cute. I, I can go and look at all these influencers and see what they're doing. I can look at all my friends and see what they're doing. You know, I can go look at my mentors and people that I want to be like. But what? who am I going to be like? Who is Albert going to be at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's why I, I say what I say every single day. You know, like, I get it's hard. I get it's tough. But who are you? Who are you living for? Are you Are you living for them? living for you and there's not some like oh i'm gonna live for myself and be selfish it's the how am i gonna take care of myself so i can go and help and take care of other people you know and that is that is a question i'm always going to be trying to answer there there will be no answer that i'm like all right boom that's it done Uh, it's always taking it cultivating it refining it making it better so yeah man yeah i i relate with the hell i think like to bounce off that, yes. Yeah. I feel like when you're your best self, everything's gonna be better with like your relationships with other people. Yeah. Like even my girlfriend, I, I realized if I'm doing like, if I'm like, let's say I'm, I'm just crushing it, just to everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm gonna walk in her house like, what's hey, good? <laughs> like, let's go. You want to go to the park? Or, yeah. <laughs> take a walk, sit on the bench. Like, yeah. it, everything is, everything is so much better mm. just with your like the rest of your life when right. you get chores in order. Yeah. Take care of you first. Put yeah. the, like, you know, the, the saying of put the mask on you first. You're yeah. on a plane and the plane's going down. You're going to go be like, oh, man, let me go put this mask on this person 37 rolls up back. No, take care of you. Yeah. Because if you don't take care of you, you can never take care of anyone else. Yeah. Like the whole expression of like, daddy, daddy, I'm hungry. Well, if daddy's hungry, you're going to be hungry, too. So, like, I got to make sure we both eating, yep. you know. So, like, yeah, that, that's a good point, man. Like, hey, it's kind of like, oh, no, I just keep thinking of like biblical references. Yeah. Too, like. On a, it kind of relates to it, but kind of like the whole, uh, you know, in Matthew, it talks about, like, casting the stone. Yeah. And, like, you haven't, like, checked yeah. yourself in a way. Yeah, check yourself. So yeah. Do some self-evaluation, man. Yeah. Like, you know, do some self-assessments. And, you know, like, for me, I, like, one one thing, like, me and my, my small group, we talk about a good bit. It's just being intentional to your impersonal life. Like, what is going on inside of you? What What, what are you doing to take care of yourself, keeping yourself in check? Uh, so one, so you can you know do that maintenance, but two, so other people 
know how to help you. You know, like if if I tell Jamal, man, this is my goal, and I ain't done nothing about it, Jamal's gonna be like, yo, you might want to get on top of that. Like, didn't you say you wanted to do this because you're tired of having X, Y, and Z and one, two, three? Uh, looks like you need to go take care of those things, you know, and like vice versa. If Jamal goes, man, I, I really want to do this. Like there have been plenty of times when me and Jamal are talking. He goes, well, bro, sounds like you just need to, you know, and I'm like, I got to get the work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, thanks, bro. I, I needed that. And then the other time, you know, we're talking and, and like this man goes, bro, you just said a dime and you don't even realize it. I'm like, I guess I, I, you just want to be a good steward, a good friend, you know, and like a good shepherd to, to people and but it does start with self like yeah. i have nothing to offer you if i'm not taking care of me like not at all yeah. so yeah 100 so well that is it for us today and bro appreciate you coming on the, the podcast uh i've literally been talking to this man about doing this for like the whole year <laughs> uh it's a way like, to good way to end the year yeah man so like it's a vibe this is gonna be coming out at the top of the new year so well, dude, I appreciate you. And thank you guys for listening to us have like a quick little rant. This has literally been us talking all day. And, you know, I'm, I'm super appreciative. Uh, and I appreciate our friendship. And I appreciate you guys listening week in and week out. So, as always, be good, y'all. Peace, love, and hair grease.